Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. So yesterday we began to look at something very important in comparison to the faith life of the, of the old people. Now, the reason we are looking at all this is because the reality of where we are supposed to operate from and work and do everything, we are not there. I want to show you. Go to Romans 8, 29. And I want to show you where we are and how we are supposed to live this life. Now, it's a popular scripture you know already. Okay, look at it. He said, for for whom he did for no, he also did predestinate to conform to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. I will explain this next week. But 30, go on. Now look at it. He said, moreover, whom he did predestinate, he called. So we were called. And then he called us and he justified us. Are you justified? Yes, sir. So that portion is, is done. So you were called one. Then you were called into justification. He justified you. Then he said, those he justified, they go to the last realm called glorification. They were glorified. So for every believer, this is the realm you need to operate by. So even living a justified life is not as high as the glorified life. The glorified life is where you, you consciously and literally enter into the realm of God. You think God, you do everything God. It's like you live the fullness of God. This is the life. The Holy Ghost was telling me this today. This is the life. So all these things that we are learning, that is how come in chapter 11 of Hebrews, verse 39, the Bible says that even though they had faith and they were commended for it, they did not get in there. Because the fullness of faith is the glorified life, actually. Because that life is the life of Christ. I'm saying this for you to prep your mind. Because of what we are going to look at. So we got into Hebrews 11, 39, and then the Bible said that these were the true heroes. And we agree, amazing. They did amazing things. Commended them for their faith, amazing. But he said, yet. They lived in hope without receiving the fullness of what was promised them. The King James Version said they did not receive the promise. So what we were trying to look at yesterday is they did not receive the promise. And so what we will focus our attention now today is look at the promise. Then we will look at, on Sunday, we will look at the fullness of the promise. Okay? Yes. Alright. So that's what we're going to look at. And I mentioned to you yesterday that 
the only person that was so close because the promise was the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is the fullness of God's glory. You know, sometimes we see God's glory fringes here and there. You know, but that is not his fullness. Now, the fullness of his glory is his spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. That is God's glory. That is God's spirit. Okay. So, this spirit, who is God himself, was not received by these people, yet that was what they were looking for. So, we read Exodus 33 verse 9 to 23, where the Bible says that God, Moses asked God that he, he wanted to see his glory. And God said, my goodness will pass before you. And I, he said, stand upon the rock that is by me. And when I pass by, I'll put you into the rock and hold you by my hand. And when I bypass you, I'll take off my hand. And you shall see my back part. For no man sees me and live. Do you know who was that? That was the Holy Spirit. That's actually the Holy Spirit. You see, even though we are supposed to live the life of glorification, we live below glorification. No wonder a lot of believers would like to be like this Old Testament folk. That's why I began by telling you that the people you saw in the Old Testament in Hebrews, forget about their person. Look at their faith of the persons. All right? Okay. Now, as we carry on from today, I want to show you that this promise and the fullness of the promise, the prophets and the angels they long to see. Yes, yesterday I was telling you that even the angels did not get the promise. In fact, they didn't even know it. When I'm done, I'll tell you the fullness of the whole, the, the whole reason why our faith, the whole reason for our faith in Christ is one thing, just one thing. And once you operate there, it means that you have entered into the finality of faith. Or the fullness of faith. So what do you do there? You stay there and operate from there. Do you get it? Alright. Now in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 10 to 12. Let's look. The Bible says the prophets and the angels. They long to look into this thing. This thing that is. It is it is yours now. Okay. The day is coming. When all this consciousness sits in you, you will understand what we are doing. We have lived below the mark for a long time. I'm telling you. You know people are interested in the justified life. The justification. Justification. Which is good. But that's not the higher life. That, was, that is a, a means to an end. Your end is glorification. And the book of Romans 8, the Amplified said, what? Being raised to what? A heavenly dignity. And what? Condition. And what? State of being. This is our life. Yet the born again is not conscious of it. Okay. We'll look at it. So, 1 Peter 1.10. Okay. Now look at it. Let's study carefully. The Bible says that this salvation was the focus of the prophet. Who prophesied of this outpouring of what? Grace. Okay. Let me just spill the thing. The whole issue of faith is grace. That's all. The whole issue of faith 
is grace. Let me put it this way. The whole fullness of faith is grace. Do you remember the Bible says, for it might be of faith that it might be by grace. So it must be by faith because of grace. That is all. So the reason why they did not receive the thing was because grace had not been poured. And the only way you can, ex- you can take grace is by faith. What faith? The faith in Christ. The faith in Christ is the only way to take, enjoy God's grace. This thing we are looking at back and forth like that. Everything God is talking about here is just grace. So the fullness, I've spilled it. The, f- the fullness of faith is grace. Simple. So you see, the reason why they couldn't get the promise was because the Holy Spirit is only sent to people who have received grace. Not people who are open to grace. I don't know if you get it. Remember, the Holy Ghost is sent to the church. Not to the world. Jesus is to the world. Now, the people, the church are people who have enjoyed the grace of God. So the Holy Ghost, the promise, only came for those who have received grace. So Titus 2, 11 says that the grace of God, which brings salvation, has appeared to all men. So the Holy Ghost didn't come to all men just because grace had come. He came to the church. Those who have received. And the emphasis is those who have what? Received grace. That is why the Holy Ghost, the promise, couldn't come to them. You get it now? Uh huh. So Peter is saying that, uh, look at it. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. It's finished. This is the whole thing. The fulfillment of faith is grace. And where are you standing now? You, you now stand in the fulfillment of grace, of faith, which is grace. For by faith, we have access into this grace. Where in what? We stand. Guy, you are standing on the pinnacle of faith. We are standing on the pinnacle of faith, which is grace. And that is where we stand now. They were standing somewhere halfway the mountain. Because the Holy Ghost, in fact, Jesus had not come. The Holy Ghost had not come. And so grace, even though it was available, could not be attained. Grace can only be attained through Christ. Because you need the faith of Christ to receive grace. So the church today, you and I, we are actually standing on top of faith. And that place is called grace. Isn't this amazing? Yet we live life down there. I don't know what we are looking for down there. Because up there is the glorified life. The process to glorification is the calling, the justifications, and so on. The redemptions and all that. They are processes to the last stage called glorification, where you are glorified. And that place is the fullness. That is how come all God's promises are yes and amen. Can you see that? So this is what I'm going to take my time to explain to you on Sunday. So now, since you understand this, look at now 1 Peter 1.10. He said, which salvation the prophet was focused? This salvation, that means it's of grace. This salvation was the focus. Salvation comes by grace. 
this salvation was the focus of the prophets who prophesied of this outpouring of grace, outpouring of grace, outpouring of grace. Out, so they focus on the outpouring of grace. They didn't have it, but they knew it to be poured. That was destined for you, not them. Uh oh. It was destined for you, not them. They made a careful search and investigations of the meaning of their God-given prophecies. So God gave them the prophecies. So they understand that Charlie, this thing is going to come. The blessedness of a man whose sins will not be imputed upon him. They can see that you know there's coming a time where people shall be justified, shall be acquitted and discharged without fault finding. They, they were wondering, we were wondering, who are these people? It wasn't them. Now, the Bible will show you that they even needed the spirit of Christ to be able to prophesy that. You, you know? Many a time, the Bible will say that and the spirit of God came upon them, upon them spirit of God. But when it came to grace, salvation, look at the next one. As they probed into the mysteries of who would fulfill them and the time period when it would all take place, the spirit of the anointed one was in them. You need the spirit of Christ to be able to prophesy grace and to be able to prophesy what? Salvation. The Bible says, and the spirit of God came upon Elijah or the spirit of God came upon this person. He didn't ever say the spirit of Christ. But when it came to salvation and grace, he said the spirit of Christ, the spirit of the anointed one was in them. And was pointing prophetically. <laughs> so the spirit of Christ had to point to them. Which means that they, did, they couldn't even think through. They couldn't assume. This is not the normal prophecy Jeremiah prophesied and so on and so forth. No, 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 no. The Holy Jesus, the spirit of Jesus must direct them and say, hey, this is how the whole thing is going to be. And look at where he pointed them to. Prophetically to the sufferings that Christ was destined to suffer. And the glories. That's what you need to know. And the glories. That will be released afterwards. Has Christ suffered? Has he died? Then where are the glories? So we are in the era of the glories. We are in the era. That is why you must. This is what you must enjoy. And I'm telling you. This is what I'm, I'm, I'm renewing my mind. To capture the day it lands properly, the day it lands properly. Look at Enoch, look at it all. The Enoch that walked with God until he was not, he cheated death. Death left his body, mortality left his body. Meanwhile, the Bible says that his faith was not full. His faith was not full. He needed your faith to be complete, yet he cheated death. How much more you that have the fullness and you are saying what? You see, the day we catch this, sickness ends. The fear of death ends. It ends. The reason why it is moving on and on is because we, are, we don't know. We are not conscious. Meanwhile, there's a prophecy that says that Jesus will suffer. He will die. But after that, glories. Glories would be released. 
So we are in the era of glories. <laughs> Charlie, the guys, they long to look into it. The day your mind catches it, the way your consciousness catches it, that's the day you just know. And I'm going to show you before I finish. There is just one way of living this life. And it's just one scripture, one way. You'll be wondering why you didn't know that. Because that's what I asked myself. <laughs> now, all these things I'm sharing with you, I have decided to take my time, keep reading it, keep reading it, keep seeing it, keep meditating until it lands in my consciousness. Then I know the life I have been called to live because first of all, he, in fact, he predestinated me to conform to the image of his son. Then he called. Then he justified. Now, I've gone through all that. Now, when I was justified, then he glorified the final stage. This is where I am. The Bible says it's a state of being. You get it? It's a state of being. And what? A condition. A condition. If somebody is sick of a particular condition, that is how the person behaves. If it's hunchback, that's a condition. Uh-huh. Now, your state of being, in fact, the glory life is your condition. <laughs> Yet, the born again, who is supposed to be here, is running life here and is complaining. But I'm telling you, there's just one scripture that will just bring you back here in your consciousness. You know, that's why I was telling you yesterday that if I have four, three people, who will understand this reality? It's, in, it's enough for them to begin to live that God life. That God life of, you see, it's like you live and you don't even think sickness. Like there's none. Do you know what? Trouble. I told you, look at Jesus, Stella. Jesus, Satan was there. But the way Satan dealt with him was different. Satan entered Peter. Satan entered Judas. The closest he went was that Bible says he carried him onto the tabernacle. That was not a physical carrying. It was a mind. Thoughts. He could not. What I'm trying to say is that the devil should not be able to touch you. You are, listen, because before he climbed the stairs, you have been called. You have been justified. You have been so now you are in the glorified state, the place of gods. You understand the place of gods. The Bible says one day Satan went, Job 1, 6, he went into, you know, God's place. He couldn't touch God, he only spoke. Satan can come to my area, but he does not. Are you with me? This is the glorified life. So we are not walking in darkness thinking darkness will catch somebody or thinking that you, shall, you can be bound by anything. No, 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 no. You can't bind God. Can you bind God? This is the mindset. Even me teaching you this thing, I'm still getting it in. I'm telling you, I'm still trying to get it into my consciousness that when I wake up and open my eyes, I don't open my eyes like a man. I don't open my eyes like a man. When I'm talking to you, I don't talk to you like a man. I'm talking to you like a man possessed by God. 
when a demon possesses a man, yeah. you will see, hey, like, aha. But for you, it's not just possession. It is a condition. It's a God condition. It's a state of being. Being. A state. You know, it's a state. This is what I've got into. It's a state. This is the life. Okay. We are still talking about the, the promise, right? You know, somebody makes a mistake to fall down. The person is sick, cancer. And the person touches you. And boom. It's a state of being. State of being. You know? You see? God does not force to be God. He is. I don't know if you got it. When God does this, something will happen. He doesn't think to, you know, we'll have to prepare to build some power. God doesn't pray to have some power. What do you want to do? I want to see. See. Get up. Take your walk. Didn't you see Peter and the rest began to walk in this dimension? It's a state of being. So these guys, they long to see. So all the back and forth of Hebrews 11 was salvation. <laughs> Which is gained by grace. So they need their grace. And their grace, grace has not come. Jesus, who is grace, full of grace and truth, he had not come. So, that's why I'm saying, their faith was raw. It was raw faith. It was devoid of grace. Your faith is with grace. We've been pushed into it, exactly. We got into it, not by works, but by faith in the Son of God. That's why God commended them. God commended them and said, wow, this is too much. That's why for you, let's go on. Okay, verse 12. God revealed to the prophets that their ministry was not for their own benefit, but for yours. Tell you, this guy you want to be like wants to be like you. See Jeremiah today in heaven. I'm sure he will tell you, oh God. You guys have it. You have it all. I'm sure Ezekiel will tell you, man, you guys have it. Oh, no wonder when I saw the revelation of Paul, he was teaching Abraham, Moses, and the rest. Because there's something he knew about Christ that they didn't know. Now, Paul will now confirm to them because they prophesied it. So Paul will now teach them, like, oh, okay, that is why I saw this. That is why, you know, they saw the cross. Look at Moses. Moses didn't understand why they had to put the blood upon the doorpost. He didn't understand. But that was prophetic. When Jesus came, he died on that cross. And his blood was oozed, right? Abraham couldn't understand why God chose that particular Mount Murai for his son to be killed there. And a ram appeared. They didn't know. But it was prophetic. But now we know. We can explain. Now we can even explain that the reason why the ticket couldn't catch the whole body but caught the horn. Because, if, you know, you can tell the revelation. Because if they had caught the horn, as Abraham, do you know why it was there like that? I still want to be a teacher in heaven. I want to explain some things. 
I said, Father, 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 please. Father, you so, Lord, please don't make anybody explain to him. <laughs> Let me go and explain. You see, now you know. Okay? Yes, sir. Do you remember when Jeremiah was arrested and put under the underground? Because God was going to talk about Christ, who was what? Our kingsman redeemer. He didn't know why. He didn't know why. Okay, Jeremiah 23, 23, we read it. The Bible says that I am the God who is near and who is far. He said it, but he didn't know that this same God who sits in heaven was coming to sit in us. So you see, they have these prophecies, but they didn't understand because it was not for their benefit. It was not for their, it was for our benefit. Say glory to God. And now, you have heard these things from the evangelist who preached the gospel to you through the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. The gospel containing wonderful mysteries that even the angels long to get a glimpse of. As I'm teaching the gospel, that's how angels are here most of the time. Because I'm talking about the glorious gospel, which they don't know. They have no idea. So when we are preaching about the grace of God, about the gospel, they come around. I'm telling you. Because they want to see. Ah, this is what, look at it. Way before Jesus came, whatever the prophecies, the prophets were giving and so on and so forth, the Bible is just telling that the angels, they were trying to look into it. A glimpse. Oh. Not, they are trying to say, child, we don't want to see all. Just, just a glimpse. Because the thing is so sweet. Okay, you don't understand. Angels are holy beings. They have heard that the time is coming. Bad people, bad people, criminals, robbers, bad people. I found out something when I was studying. We say bad, worse, worst. Eh? Okay, worse means another degree of bad. And west means a higher degree of bad. So good, better. Better is a, a degree of good. And best is a higher degree of good. That's why I'm saying bad. And I said bad degree. Bad degree. Another degree. <laughs> Now, the angel saw that these people who naturally, if they get in contact with God, they would die and their place is supposed to be hell. Just at a glance, in their state of being, they receive God's righteousness. What is this? As holy as God is, and look at these guys. No, that's how angels think because they are holy. The Bible calls them you, his holy angels. So they know about the holiness of God. And they saw us and they saw the wickedness of men. And yet, they are looking at a glimpse that the time is coming that these people, as bad and as worse and as worst <laughs> as they are, just at a glance, in a moment, all their sins will be forgiven. And they will receive 
Not angelic righteousness. Not angelic being. But they shall receive this holy God. They shall receive his righteousness. And they shall receive his holiness. And they shall receive everything he is. They said, we want to see a glimpse. So the Bible calls it wonderful mysteries. Yes. Mysteries. Wonderful mysteries. This is a mystery. Mysterious. This is something that doesn't make sense. So they said, we don't want to see everything. We, we just give us a glimpse. You, let's see. Who, which people are these? One. And it's, it's enough. Because it doesn't make... No, I'm telling you. I, I researched on it. And, and there are a lot of scholars who were talking about it. Yeah, the angels were shocked. No wonder in the book of Hebrews said, who is man that you are mindful of? The son of man that you visited. Who is man that you are mindful of? Because when they know man, you see, angels see men in the similitude of Adam. <laughs> no, they see all men in the similitude of Adam. They couldn't have seen all men in the similitude of Christ because he had not come. But when Christ came, the table changed. Now we began to have, now we had similitude of Adam, similitude of Christ. And the angel said, let us have a glimpse of it. Okay? So I'm telling you that both prophets and angels long to look into this promise. Now, go to John chapter 7 verse 39. Jesus was prophesying about the Holy Spirit that believers were being prepared to receive. Oh my God. So you see, the Holy Spirit is for believers. Okay. But the Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out upon them because Jesus had not yet been unveiled in his full splendor. Some translation says that for Jesus had not been glorified. So what? What does glorification mean? The full splendor. The full glory. That's where you are now. You are in the full splendor of Christ. That's where you are now. It's so difficult to understand, don't you see? Yeah. That's why you need time for it to sit. Splendor. When I think of this, I wonder, ah, is this thing real? <laughs> then I had to convince myself the Bible said it so it's real. So I believe. Because if I want to reason, I'll spot the thing. He said, because Jesus had not yet been unveiled in his full splendor. When a man is raised from the resurrection, he enters into the realm of full splendor. And we, he raised us up together. And made us sit together. You have entered the realm of full splendor. And you are not aware. As he is. So are we in the earth. As he is. Somebody got in touch with me. And said please I need help. I said what do you need. He said I work and I don't see the work. And I don't see how my life is going. I said boss there's something you don't know. Because naturally you say, okay, let's see if it's from your, mother, your hometown. Or... Let it be from your hometown. Let it be from your family. Let it be from the kiosk. Let it be under the cupboard. There's something you don't know. 
the day you get to know that thing, you are not even bothered. You are not bothered about whether it is from the family or from, you know, you are not bothered. You are not bothered. Not at all. There's something he didn't know. There are things we don't know. And the ignorance is the strength of the trouble. You see, ignorance is the strength of trouble. Once you get to know, please listen to me and I'm telling you, this is the highest way of thinking. Let the devil be involved. Let the witches in my house be involved. Let every principality in the area be involved. Because they were still around when Jesus was. How come they were never mentioned? <laughs> Today, when we are going to places out here, the principality in this nation, the principality in that nation, Jesus was moving from Capernaum, moving to here, moving to there. There was no day the Bible ever mentioned that the principality stopped them. The one who tried were the demons in the man in Kadara. When Jesus was crossing the river, began to behave like sea. And the wind was... Jesus slept. And when he woke up, what did he do? He rebuked the wind. And asked the sea to be silent. This is the realm. Now, this is Jesus not in his glorified form. <laughs> this is the Jesus who was not in his glorified state. God didn't need you in Jesus' pre-glorified state. He needed you in his post-glorification. That is where you are now. So now if Jesus will, cost, will, will ask the sea to be quiet, today he won't say, just at his presence. Just at his presence, it will be quiet. Yeah. Now, I declare over you, that as you believe this word of God, very, very soon, very, very soon, eh? just at your presence, situations will be calm. Problems will be solved. Unnecessary prayer will leave. And quality time of prayer shall come. Because you are conscious of the glorified life. In your glorification, in your state of glorification, you will understand that you have entered into Christ. You have entered into God. The state where all things fall at his feet. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, your presence will solve problems. Your presence will cause matters to be sealed. In the name of Jesus. Say, I believe, I believe, I believe. Alright, sit down. Oh, Charlie, this is the life above man. This is the life above all men. This is the life above all power. In fact, the most powerful, this is the life above all principality and power. The Bible says we are seated far above. Far. Far above. That is my sitting place. That is my place where I operate. Thank you, Jesus. Can I see Amplified? What Amplified says? And let's see another, another term. Now we've seen that Christ glorified is Christ what? In his what? Full glory. Or full splendor. Look, look at it. Because 
Jesus was not yet glorified, raised to honor. You have been raised to honor. You have been raised to honor. Say that. Say that again. I am not normal. I'm not ordinary. I have been raised to honor. I have been raised to honor. That is why my life is different. I don't live the life of man. The life of natural man. Yeah. So you see, the Holy Ghost, the promise had not yet been given yet. So do you, you, do you have the promise today? Yes. Why? Jesus has been glorified. Yes. I have it. I have it. I have it. Now, I will show you something important. Now, for the Bible says that Jesus has not been glorified, means that Jesus had not yet died. Now, the Bible makes it look like and see it like the Holy Spirit is always in Christ. That's how, the, that's how the Bible makes it look like. The Holy Spirit is... <clears throat> he just told you that the Spirit of God that believers were prepared to receive hadn't come yet because Christ had not been glorified. Now he's telling you something. Which means that Christ must die and when you die on the cross then the Holy Ghost will now come. So let me show you from the Old Testament something Moses did, but he didn't know that he was confirming John 7.39. Numbers 20.11. You know, Jesus is everything to us. He's your healing. He's your comfort. He's your joy. He's your kindness. He's your hope. He's everything. He's your faith. He's all things to us. Lift up your hands and glorify him. Just glorify him. Just glorify Jesus. Just glorify Jesus. Just glorify Jesus. He's the reason we have the promise. He's the reason we have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> He's the reason we have entered into the fullness of splendor. He's the reason we are glorified. Jesus is that reason. Jesus is the reason. Jesus is the reason. Thank you, Jesus, right now. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit, and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9, at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss, at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact 
services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leap from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. Oh, oh, oh.